0: Hey everybody episode number 50 Hope everybody's having a good day It's windier than heck outside It's kind of cold And uh, not real enjoyable to be outside in that stuff And it ain't even winter yet (laughs) Maybe I need to move to a climate neutral area Kind of like Eureka California or something I'm not a California fan by any means I don't mind it There is some beautiful stuff in California It's just man there's a lot of people in California I like my i like my peace and quiet but but uh i'll always visit california but no eureka it's like the low for the year is like 38 or something like that and then the high is only like 65 or something it kind of stays stays at neutral temperature all the time i don't i don't know i I kind of like that thought. <laughs> they, and and I don't know. Maybe the wind blows there 100 miles an hour though too. Kind of like Casper, Wyoming, all the time. Like you count the days that the wind's not blowing, because uh, you just can't keep track of how many days the wind actually blows. There's so many of them. But no, episode 50. That's 25 hours of Shane. That's kind of cool. No, we actually. So I was just talking to somebody. Uh, at the beginning of all this, I was talking to people about a couple different agents that I was talking to, which are, they're actually talent agents, but they, uh, they do a lot of work with, with booking, um, like motivational speaking and stuff like that. And, and uh, it's something down the road. I'll hopefully get into a little bit of that, but they, uh, we were talking in the very beginning of this, when we were talking about kind of a plan on, on my podcasting, our, our thought was if i can do all the inpatient stuff all the time that i was in the hospital within 50 episodes uh minimum with a minimum of 50 episodes then i would be pretty golden Um, because they didn't want me to get into it and tell the story so fast that we were so lacked out on episodes and then we're out trying to come up with other stuff to to tell everybody <laughs> but but i kept telling them it's like dude i got a lot of stories man like i've got a lot of stuff to say there's a lot of a lot that i can throw out there but one of the things that they they were giving me a little feedback on something that they actually really liked and i don't know if the people listening to this like it or not but something that they like is i always usually got kind of an update on my day and, and i sometimes have little stories that are happening right now that uh that can also throw a little bit of relevance in with some of the stuff that i'm going through in the story so it's kind of interesting and they uh they actually thought that was was pretty good actually but but i uh no i i i figured you know well we'll tell it as it is you know i'm trying to give all the details i can this this time at elkhorn there's so much stuff that happens at elkhorn and uh as you can tell elkhorn is is taking up a little bit of time but but I tell you what it was Elkhorn was was a blessing you know it was I'm starting to you know kind of a recap as to where I'm at with with progress here. when I went into Elkhorn I was uh, I was carried into that facility without being able to help at all like I was zero help getting into that facility. I couldn't really move my arms that much my legs, weren't doing anything really and uh, I was in pretty bad shape going in there so now we're going into February We're well we're in February uh, we just started February so I, I mean I've been in we're talking 13 months in the hospital and uh, I'm at this point now where I am uh, I'm moving my legs a little bit i'm I'm actually they're putting me on on the exercise bikes and stuff and i'm actually getting some some stuff out of them i'm not getting anything from the knees down really though like my feet i've got that little bit of plantar flexion to where i can kind of push my foot down but i can't pull it up and i can't move it side to side or anything and i sure as heck can't move my toes sadly that's how it is to this day so this is back in 2000 we're in the 2017 now uh in the story and um this here and we're talking we're talking five and a half years ago six years ago almost and uh i still don't have anything real different down there so that's kind of the sad reality of it but but no I, i was getting a little bit of movement but it was all in my knees and my hips you know and then the rest of the leg just kind of felt followed along with that. But, and then as far as my arms go, I was starting to get a little bit of strength. I was picking up some two pound weights and, and doing a little work with that. I was using that rickshaw and stuff. I was using the arm bike. I was, I was able to finally, you know, brush my teeth, comb my hair, shave my face. I was at a point where I could use cups to drink out of with a straw I didn't have the wrist action for like twisting a whole lot with weight. Um so like if you go to put a cup up to your mouth and you kinda roll it with your wrist to actually drink out of the cup, that wasn't really working that well for me. But at the same time, I was I was I was able to use a cup with a handle and bring it up to my mouth and drink out of a straw and and I was starting to eat a little bit more on my own. I was getting a little more and more independent as time went on. And uh, mentally, by this time, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing great. I'm in this. I, I have a new uh, blanket of positivity that has been put over the top of me. I'm cruising around in my in my power chair. I'm talking to people. I'm trying to be a motivator and a good influence on on all my fellow patients. <laughs> and and. Uh, and I'm, I'm out making my rounds and mingling and, and having a good time. I'm socializing and I'm actually having a lot of fun with this. And uh, and there's... <laughs> running around mingling in a hospital like that, you bump into a lot of things that... Uh, you bump into a lot of things that sometimes you don't want to bump into. <laughs> but, but, uh, but I, I know... I know some patients get really bored, <laughs> and I was avoiding boredom, you know, so I was out running around talking to people and stuff, and like I was talking in that last episode, I was talking to one of the guys about uh, sturgeon fishing and stuff, and, and kind of motivated him a little bit on his recovery, because he, he, uh, he was having a hard time uh, grabbing a hold of the fact that he had a stroke, and he might have to make some changes with stuff, but life wasn't over, you know, and and uh but that i was enjoying doing that i was enjoying running around talking to people and and making a little bit of an impact and i i was i was starting to really make a lot of friends uh patients and the staff like i i was starting to really make friends um there was there was a gentleman that was that was in there uh he had had back surgery and they ended up they had nicked a nerve in his back so he was he was having some issues so they brought him into Elkhorn and uh so he had to do some recovery time with uh with his back and uh and his walking and stuff you know we was all he's in a wheelchair as well as I was and he was working on getting back on his feet and and uh just really nice people and he was a guitar player as well so it was kind of cool he came in and, and played some guitar and sapon had actually brought me in an acoustic guitar to to uh stare at in my room it sat in a stand in my room and just kind of taunted me <laughs> but this guy he he had a guitar in there and he uh he was playing a little bit here and there so it was kind of nice to go down and and sit and and talk with him and and uh and listen to him play a little bit and it was kind of motivating for me but you know sharing my stories and stuff with him too it was a little bit of motivation for him and uh, and then his wife would come in and i got to meet her and she was just awesome so then after that every time she'd come in she would bake stuff for me and i'd end up with goodies in my room <laughs> so it was kind of nice i was making those kinds of friends i had one of the nurses that was in there she uh she would always make pie so i and i and cheesecake and stuff so i i'd actually hit her up one time and she's like you know what i'm gonna make you a cheesecake and she brought it brought me a cheesecake and they just put it in the fridge in the in the uh in the nurse's lounge and i had my cheesecake in there and then in the evenings if i wanted to slice of cheesecake i'd they'd get me a slice and bring it in i was starting to use a fork and spoon good enough that uh that i could kind of feed myself you know so it was it was kind of nice i was growing this independence and it was kind of nice the one thing that we were fixing to address in february okay we're getting ready for that super bowl party and all this good stuff and and it got brought up something that we were going to address and something that i was actually a little nervous about we were going to do it a couple times and i I kind of chickened out a little bit. And my doctor was just like, well, okay, you know, when you're ready, we'll do it. And that was removing my feeding tube. It did not sound like a fun experience. We talked about it a little bit. And it sounded like they just lawnmower yanked this thing out of there. And and it's something that just kind of spooked me a little bit. And I was like, man, I don't really need more problems right now. And they're no, I ain't going to cause problems. It's going to do you a lot of good to get that thing out of there. And... (laughs) i was just like man i just i don't know you know so finally the time it came there in february where we were gonna we were gonna take the feeding tube out and i wasn't real sure exactly what the process was i honestly thought okay that when they put it in there it's almost like surgical you know and and uh You know it's just a tube sticking right out of my belly and i'm just i wasn't real sure exactly what the process was of getting it out i I was but all i know is i had it in my stomach for a long time we're talking over a year and uh the time has come where we got to get that thing out of there it's it's time to get rid of it um it's one of the things that is kind of hindering some of the stuff that we're wanting to do with me and It's just one more thing that we need to get out of there. And you know, you gotta keep maintaining it. We gotta flush it every day, a couple times a day, and and do the stuff with it. And I'm eating enough outside food and inside food that uh I don't really need to use it anymore. So the best thing to do is to get rid of it. So we had pretty much my whole team of people, my case manager, we had my my uh oh Corey, I think was in there, my Uh, I think I want to say one of my physical therapists they might have both been in there I don't know but my doctor he comes in there and he's like walking around in the front of my bed just kind of pacing staring at that feeding tube hanging out there and I'm like well man okay let's he keeps asking me if I'm ready and he's popping his knuckles and 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 building himself up like he's fixing to go into a cage fight or something (laughs) and And I'm laying there like oh my god what's actually Going to happen here <laughs> And He's he's stretching And doing the thing and he walks up to me And he's like alright he's like the biggest thing you need To do is you need to When I tell you to breathe take, take the breath and breathe and you know I'll get the thing out of there And uh He wraps it around his hand So he can keep A hold of it Wraps it around his hand like he's going to Pull start a lawnmower <laughs> and He wraps that thing around his hand and he sits there and he's like okay now one two and I'm expecting three and he yanks on that thing right after two and it shotguns itself out of there it sounded like a gun went off and boy they said it didn't hurt and I, and I gotta say it honestly it felt like getting punched in the stomach <laughs> i wasn't a real fan of the feeling of the removal of the feeding tube he yanked that thing out of there and it's got this ring on the end of it and that ring is what keeps it set in place you know so when they pull that thing out so the first thing i'm thinking of is oh my god he ripped my guts in half (laughs) and uh but he had it out it was out i got to look at it and he kind of explained how it all worked and stuff to me and which was cool because i was always kind of curious and uh, it was just it was it was good to get the thing out of there, but it like I'm not exaggerating when I say it felt like getting socked in the stomach. <laughs> that's what it felt like. But but we we hit that milestone. So realistically, this is another milestone for me. That was just one more thing that we had to get rid of. You know, when back in the summertime when they took the tr- the trach out, and I was finally off the ventilator, and they took the trach out. It was it was one of those things that was a huge milestone, you know, that was a point that I needed to get myself to in order to get out of there and uh, and to move on to the next level. And 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 it was kind of the way it was explained to me, it was kind of the same thing. So when they took that trick out, I was really I was really like shocked and, and stuff as to how fast that hole in my neck seals up. Because they, they put this thing over it so I could and told me to just wait a little while and not try to talk, but that tissue binds itself together so fast. Like within an hour, that thing was sealed up and I and I could talk. So I mean it was it was it was something else. It was it was definitely something that was that was neat and he told me that the stomach when they pull that feeding tube out of there, it's kind of the same way. That tissue is so pure. That it, it literally it it seals right up. It will find itself closed pretty quick. And cause I cause I was I was worried it was like kind of stuck in my head. Like so, you just pulled the feeding tube out. Is there a whole gaping hole inside my stomach now? So if I go eat, like, is all my food gonna end up in the bottom of my abdomen or something? And just totally miss the stomach? Or how does this work? And uh, <laughs> no, he assured me I was gonna be okay. <laughs> but. But no, it was it was it was a good milestone to me. It was something that, like I said, going into the pool and stuff, it was always a pain in the butt because they'd have to tape that thing up, and then I'd go in there and swim in the pool or float with assistance. <laughs> but but they uh, it, uh, it it was it was a good it was a good thing to get rid of that. It was just that much more we didn't have to deal with, and and it was a step forward in the whole in the whole situation so but no i uh i was glad to get that done and over with but yeah we did have we had super bowl coming up so super bowl was was gonna be a a big deal if i remember correctly that year if i remember correctly it was the falcons and the uh the patriots because because i know i know the 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 goat <laughs> was was qb in that game and if i remember correctly he got the mvp on it but if i also remember correctly that was also one of the biggest turnarounds in nfl super bowl history because if i remember correctly the falcons were up like three touchdowns or something and the patriots came back and and turned it completely around and ended up winning that game But, but no it was it was cool we had the the in the conference room, we set up the big screen and stuff so we could watch it. And they set up the projector and and uh, got everything set up. And we had snacks and stuff down there, and and uh, amongst other things that that I wanted, and um, uh, just had just had a good little Super Bowl party. There was a few people down there. There was a lot of people wandering the halls and stuff. You know, some of the staff that were they had their faces painted and just a normal Elkhorn there's a lot of spirit floating around in that building so so it was really nice I got to go down there and hang out and and, uh eat some snacks and and uh drink some drink some soda and stuff and uh and yeah it was a good time we we uh we had a good Super Bowl Sunday and nothing real exciting outside of that just a typical super bowl party just without a bar load of drunks (laughs) it was it was it was a good day so it was it was definitely definitely the kind of stuff that i was enjoying about being there and it it uh it was just one more thing to kind of add to the the whole i'm in a good place feeling and and uh we also we we stepped up uh stepped up our game a little bit as far as some of the stuff we were doing in therapy so therapy we were starting to do exercises that were involving kind of using my legs a little bit even if i was just getting that little bit of power out of my upper legs we were trying to work on stuff to where i could at least help myself with some transfers even if it was just using a slide board from like the wheelchair to bed or the wheelchair to the toilet, you know, and, and, uh, and it was, it was, it was one of those things where, uh, where I had a lot that I was working on with going from the chair to the toilet. The toilet was a big one because, uh, we had reached the spot where I was, I was done using the bathroom. I was finally able to really feel when I had certain things going on like bowel movements and uh, and when I had the urinate and stuff and, and instead of using like the urinals because for a long time this is going to sound totally totally off <laughs> for everybody for a long time I could feel when I had the urinate but there wasn't anything I could really do about it I could feel it and I could hold it and I could hit that call light and the nurse or the CNA or somebody would come in with a urinal if you guys don't know what a urinal is um it's just basically a square canister it's got a handle on it and a lid and uh but yeah you just you pee in it so they would come in and i i i was in this spot where i couldn't just sit up real good on my own but they would come in there and kind of position that thing and position me to where i could they, they'd give me a little privacy for a few minutes and I would urinate in this thing. Then they would come in there and take it away, dump it. And, and that's how it was. Like it, it was, again, between that and having somebody else wipe my ass, it was another one of those things that was a real slap in the face. I've got all these pretty nurses and stuff wandering around there and they're all in there wiping my butt for me. <laughs> it's, it's not exactly how you envision meeting beautiful people (laughs) you know so so it's one of those deals where uh where i'm really really kind of motivated to get past that part of this whole situation and i finally get to it in the month of january i was starting to really get to where i could tell when i had to go and i would be able to tell in a timely enough manner that they had plenty of time to come in there transfer me into a wheelchair, and then they would get me into the bathroom and help transfer me onto the toilet. Um, one thing at, at that time I was really struggling with was being able to uh, hold toilet paper. Toilet paper was not not a, uh, a friend of mine at the time. I, and it was just because of the way my fingers were working. I couldn't grip anything. I had no grip, so... And being able to control the way everything was working, it was... It was a dirty hazard to let me try at that time <laughs> but getting into the month of February I uh, I finally did that I was I was able to kind of start doing it but I needed a little help you know I needed to make sure I needed to make sure that whatever I did and tried I I, I still had whoever the staff member was that was kind of helping me out man did i do a good enough job or what <laughs> you know it was and then, and then they'd, they'd usually have to you know help me out a little bit and it was it was a transitional thing there but it was it was a big thing a lot of people are like you don't think when you're not in a situation like this what if i can't wipe my own butt or what if i can't what if i can't pee and what if i gotta have somebody hold a cup and hold my stuff in place in order to urinate, like we don't think about stuff like that. So, as this whole thing is going on and on and on, like just being able to sit on the toilet and and urinate, like that was that was a big a big move. You know, that was a big step in this whole thing. Being able to sit on the toilet, period is is a huge thing to me so so I'm just I'm at that point in time where so one of my biggest biggest uh, milestones I am trying to reach that time is using the bathroom on my own okay I I didn't care if somebody had to help get me on to the toilet I just wanted to be able to use the bathroom use that toilet be able to clean myself up and uh, be able to take care of my own business without having to have somebody do it for me and that's actually a huge step when it comes to getting out of the hospital you know one thing that they want you to do and that and that's everything you know they they want to make sure you can kind of do that stuff because being able to do that on your own and being able to be hygienically clean about it and everything is is a big deal um it's just something that we don't think about you know a lot so so I'm at that point where through January, you know, they were getting me onto the toilet. By February, I'm starting to finally be able to clean myself up a little bit. I gotta, I gotta have a little help um, making sure I do a good job because I I can't really feel exactly what I'm doing. My, my finger is being dysfunctional and stuff. I'm having a hard time feeling whether or not I'm actually doing a good job, like... And I, uh, I remember actually telling, telling one of the girls that came in, um, that uh, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna help me wipe my butt, mate, wipe it like it's your very own. I don't I don't need to be I don't need anything left behind. <laughs> like it just that's just how it was. But part of this whole getting in and starting to use the bathroom thing, one of the big big things that happened throughout january we were starting to get into it in january one of the big things was wearing underwear i would went so long without wearing underwear i was wearing the adult diaper things and uh and now granted they saved my bacon <laughs> i really liked those adult diaper things when i was in that situation but but now that i'm getting up and i'm using the bathroom on my own a little bit. Or they're at least getting me on there. So I'm going to the bathroom in the toilet instead of in my adult diaper. It uh it's it was it was another milestone. I was starting to wear underwear. Well you do not know. After you go a year without being able to wear underwear and you're wearing a, a diaper when you finally get underwear back on it makes you feel so much more human. You feel this this huge I, I was on a power trip. I honestly think part of the big jump in my positivity was the fact that I could put on a pair of boxers or, or, or boxer briefs or some, uh, real underwear. You know, that was that was a huge, huge jump in my, my mental state of mind. So it, it just, it was one of those things where uh, I could have celebrated just being able to wear underwear. But we... Uh, we're, we're at that point you know we're right there we're getting things done with that being able to use the bathroom that's that's uh that's a big that's a big step and uh the thing is is there's actually a room so something that was pitched at me i was in this room if i remember right i think my room number was like 208 or something but but no i was in this room The whole time I was there, I was in the same room and it was a big corner room right there by the nurse's station. And, uh, but on the way to therapy all the time, we would go buy a room that they called the transitional suite. Okay. And this was a, this was set up more like a real bedroom, like you would have at your house. And it was a suite that had its, it had a bathroom. It had a, a dresser. It had the bed. It had the TV. It had a little table in there and stuff. And then obviously in the bathroom, I had like a shower bench and, and all the stuff that a guy would need there, but, but this room was specifically designed to help people when they get to a certain point, be able to go into that and stay a little bit of time in there so they can get that feel and that routine of being kind of back in the real world, you know, and how it would be at home and instead of in a hospital bed and stuff. And, and a guy doesn't think about how much difference there is there, but there is a lot of difference so but something that was pitched to me was man when you start doing better at using the bathroom and being able to go to the bathroom every time in the toilet and stuff you know that's something that we can talk about is possibly getting you a little time in that transitional suite before you get out of here so i I was totally game for that and it was something that i'd go by that room and i'd be like man i want to crash out in this room that's that's the best room in the house right there and they they uh, they were all for getting me in there, but I had a lot of little milestones that I had to meet and, and to be able to do that. And so that was that was kind of something that I was really looking forward to. And then the next big step, we're doing all this stuff. We're trying to use my legs and stuff in therapy. I finally have somebody come in. They're they're casting me up and everything for a set of AFOs, which I've mentioned I wear to this day the ones I've got today are are a lot better and a lot more advanced but but it's AFOs it's actually the piece of that little piece of uh, technology made stuff it's it's an advancement in orthotics specifically designed for people that that are paralyzed to be able to stand up and bear weight in their legs so that's kind of my next big step is getting into some kind of bracing in order to keep my ankles stabilized so maybe i can use my legs a little more we're all out of time in this episode though when we come back in the next one we'll get into where those afos take me and, and what the process is there so we'll, we'll get into that you guys have a good day good rest of the day don't blow away out there god bless i appreciate each and every one of you for listening thank you